Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tech Tea with Kimberly. I am your host, Kimberly Bailey. Friends and family call me Kim. If you are listening in, you are definitely a friend or family of the show. We have an amazing guest with us today, Kenneth Barnett. I call him Kenny. He is an IT and fitness guru, and we're going to talk about tech and wellness, how we can implement some technology and making sure that we are also taking care of our wellness pieces of our life. How are you doing today, Kenny? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Glad to be here on this Tech Tea with Kimberly. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, how the tech and the wellness and all of that kind of fused together. And, you know, we'll probably dive into how we actually met um, many, many years ago. Absolutely. Well, again, my name is Kenneth Burnett. Uh, I am a lifelong IT guy. Um, I got my first computer when I was in the seventh grade. My mom, I wanted an Atari. I'm dating myself a little bit. My mom ended up buying me a Commodore VIC-20. And for those that don't know, a VIC-20 was like not like a regular piece. You had to plug it up to the TV. That's how old I am. Uh, okay. And so I was disappointed, you know, like I wanted an Atari. Like this doesn't do anything. And I cut it on. It's just a cursor blinking at me. <laughs> And so after a few days of watching the, watching the screen, I decided to break open the book and uh, figure out how to make this thing work. And so I ended up teaching myself how to program. That's oh my, my first entry into technology. I taught myself how to program, basic programming. Okay. And um, so I started writing code and I didn't even have a storage device. I you know it's one of those things where when you cut the computer off, all your code was gone. So I had a little brother who's like to run around the house and he'll trip over the cord and I spend hours writing some code and then you will trip up, do something, and I lose all my work. And wow. so after this happened a couple of times, like, Mom, you got to buy me a, a storage device. And it was back then, it was like a tape recorder. Like you recorded the, um, you know, however that technology worked. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but that was my first entry. And so I, once I realized you could actually make money in computers, mm -hmm. I was like, I see. so I uh, ended up going to school for, um, you know, programming and uh, computer science. Uh, and then started my career. So again, I've been in IT for 30 plus years now. Wow. We're right up there together. I'm in like my 28th year. So okay. I am very familiar with the Atari and uh, <laughs> stages of our lives. But um, so how did you get into this whole fitness thing? Because that's how I met you. Even yes. though we have been lifelong tech professionals. I met you in the fitness realm. I was one of your um, master fit, yes. uh, I guess, inductees exactly. back in the day. And we would have such a great time working out. So how did you get into the fitness part of your journey? And you know what? And I appreciate that. I don't know if I, I told I told you that, but getting started in fitness and then you being one of the first people who believed in me, it, it meant a lot. So again, uh -oh. I'm telling you, thank you uh, okay. right now. Um, but ultimately it happened was, I was uh, walking in, the, walking in the bathroom, walking by the mirror, and you know how it is. You get out of the shower, whatever the tub, and you look at yourself and you try to suck in. You're like I'm not, I'm, I'm good. I'm all that. Look, you telling and my so, business, man. Don't do that. <laughs> and so finally, I was like, dude, you don't have to look like this. And I, I'm still mad to some of my friends. And I, I look back on my fat candy pictures, and I'm like, nobody told me, you know, that I was in denial or whatever. Um, but, uh, I decided to, you know what I can do better. I, I was, a, um, you know, yeah, I had every excuse in the book. I was a former Marine, uh, played football for a year and, and, you know, I, I thought I was, you know, living in my glory days and then, you know, life happens, you get married, start having kids. Next thing you know, you know, you're 
kind of overweight. And so finally I said, I'm just going to take charge and, and make it happen. And so I found me an accountability partner, started going to the gym. I was 41. I waited till I was 41 to, to start taking my health and wellness seriously. Wow. But there's a lesson there because again, it's never too late. You know, as long as you have air in your lungs, it's it's always time to to, to make improvements in your life, whether it's fitness or, or otherwise. And so I started going to the gym and didn't know what I was doing. I was just uh, I said, I was just going to get on the elliptical or Stairmaster and go lift some weights. And I was just going to make it happen for myself. Mm-hmm. And along the way, I started learning. I started doing research and understanding more about fitness, what works, what didn't work, how the body works, which is an amazing instrument in and of itself. Um, and it became a passion. I got I got bit by the fitness bug. I uh, started wow. doing sub races, uh, started running, never thought I'd be a runner. Uh, and then, you know, I just wanted to share with other folks, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of what I learned. So I didn't want to be a personal trainer per se at the time. I was like, there's enough personal trainers out there. I wanted to really share with people health and wellness, which is what our initial program was. It wasn't about going and working out. It was really about understanding all the aspects of fitness, all the things that that affect us in terms of why we eat what we eat, why we crave sugar, mm-hmm. uh, how you need a, a good supportive um, uh, group around you to help you achieve your goals, how to okay. do that when you're not motivated and stuff. So again, that's what it, we initially it started off as. And so I wanted to do something different. And, uh, and that was the fun, that was the basis of the foundation of my, my fitness journey. Wow. And, and that master fit, you know, I still am connected with people that we met. We would, we would walk, you would mm-hmm. work us though. Listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was not just fun. It was work and you were very serious about it. And I think I've always, you know, kind of switched my mind frame about just fitness in general. I'm not the workout person, but based on those interactions and the activities that we did and the things you introduced us to healthy eating and just being more active, I think it just changed my mind and made me more aware of building fitness into my everyday life. And I can remember getting a Fitbit. Mm-hmm. That was a part of, you know, the program for us to yeah. get a Fitbit. And that kind of switches us into the technology uh, discussion because the Fitbit was able to track our mm-hmm. steps and, you know, we had goals and it was just really cool to have. And now, you know, everything has evolved and we have, you know, our Apple watches and I have like the Samsung watch and I look forward to seeing what activity I have done throughout the day because it's tracking it. How do you, you know, see technology really helping those of us who are, you know, entering into the fitness journey or maybe, you know, just, you know, well seasoned into just having a regular fitness team? How do you see technology helping us in that way? Absolutely. And so one of the things that I recommend for my new clients is like, like I said, Fitbit. Uh, and it, oftentimes, you know, we start relying on technology. Like if you go running and you forget it, forget your Fitbit at the house. You're like, oh my God, like, yeah. I don't want to run anymore because it's not going to, like, like, it's not going to count. You know, it's like, yeah. it's still, so it's just, we don't get to track it, you know? And so we get tied to technology in that way. Mm-hmm. But the benefit is, is that you, you do see, you understand uh, the relationship between uh, how much output you 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 put out there and how much in- input you have in terms of food and nutrients. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are not aware of what they're eating. It's a lot of mindless eating going on. 
a lot of overeating going on. Sometimes How about we, comfort eating, comfort eating. It's <laughs> a lot. So we don't understand like the relationship between like the caloric re relationship between how much you burn, how much you, you know, you take in mm -hmm. technology helps you understand that. And so I asked my clients, I was like, listen, I have this app. Well, speaking of apps, uh, called my fitness pal. That's one of the apps that I, I have my clients you know, get because it allows you to track your food. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been tracking my food on my fitness pal for this last time. I had a streak about a before, but my current streak uh, for my fitness pal is 3,447 days in a row. I've tracked my food. Wow. And I had like a thousand days before then, then I, I forgot it for a day and I, I ended it. And so, but right now it's, it's 300, 3,447 days in a row. I've tracked what I've eaten every day. And wow. it's not like, I don't know what's in food now, uh, mm -hmm. how many calories are in pretty much everything I eat. I got a pretty good idea, but it's just a constant reminder for me. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't have to be perfect. And I tell my, my clients, like, listen, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to have more good days than bad days. Understand that if you fall off the wagon and you're eating donuts and you have a celebrating a birthday or something like that, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Just understand that tomorrow you have to do a lot better. You got to do better. You have to maybe work out a little bit more or eat a little bit less just to offset it. And so this, when I track my food for the day, it, it's just a constant reminder, like, where am I for the day? Uh, reminds me that, okay, I'm getting, I'm, I'm going overboard. Since last week, I've been eating too much and I got a, I got a sweet tooth. I'd be, a, I'd be the first to admit people like you're a trainer. You shouldn't, man, I'm human. I mean, Listen, you, yeah. you put on a piece of, a caramel cake in front of me or a good no. chocolate chip cookie. Okay. I'm like, yeah. it, it's going down. Okay. And so, <laughs> it's over. It's over. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, but technology plays a role in terms of like helping you be aware mm -hmm. of what it is you're doing, like setting your goals. Like, okay, my, my calorie goal is 2,500 calories for the day. And so knowing that you know, and, you know, just intuitively as, as one thing, but when you have something reminding you like, okay, you're at, you know, 2000 calories, you only have 5,500 calories left, or wow. now I need to go ahead and run. I ran this mile and, you know, people don't understand, like when you're on a trip, that's one of the first thing I, first things I learned when I first start working out, you know, you didn't have a, a understanding of how many calories you burn when you work out. People overestimate the number of calories they burn when they work out. I would run on a treadmill for like 30 minutes, maybe an hour. And at the end, it looks like it says I've burned 300 calories. And I remember the first time uh, I left the gym and I went to Subway. This is before Jared got in trouble in there. You know, Subway had people thinking if you eat, eat a Subway sandwich, you lose a lot of weight. Uh, and so I went to Subway. And while I was waiting in line to get my sandwich, um, I grabbed a bag of chips. And I looked at the back of the chips and it said like 250 calories or something. I'm like, Wow. I ran on a treadmill for an hour and all I burned was the calorie equivalent of this bag of chips. And wow. people don't understand that. You know, I've, I've had clients say, well, I ate a salad. And I'm like, well, that's good. good. What kind of, kind of salad dressing you put on? Well, I put ranch on there. I'm like, you would have been better off crumbling up a Snickers bar uh, because it's so many calories in ranch. You look at the bottle and it tells you how many calories like in a tablespoon. And people drench their sal their salad and ranch or a thousand island or French. And it's just nothing but sugar. But we've mm -hmm. been trained to eat a salad is good for you. And uh, you don't think about all the stuff you put on a salad. Right. And so 
having having technology to guide you to say, hey, that 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 cup of ranch that you put on your salad is like 800 calories, you know. Um, I should have just eaten it all day. Just a couple <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 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 So, um, so yeah, technology is is definitely crucial. Like I said, you talk about the Fitbits and um, uh, Android. I'm Team Android too, so I got my Samsung watch on. So here we go. There you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it is it is uh, definitely uh, important to be able to understand. Like I said, you know, when you're working out, how many calories you're burning, when you're eating, how many calories you're taking in. Because once you become more cognizant of it, you tend to make better choices. But okay. sometimes when it's out of sight, out of mind, and when you don't know and you don't care, you just eat anything. And that's, you know, you're like, wow, what happened? Right. But once you have to track your food and you have to make a conscious decision, like, do I really want to eat the Snickers bar? Or do I really want to go for this second helping of mac and cheese? Yeah. Uh, and see what the real numbers are, you tend to make better decisions most of the time. That's true. You know, I, I think it definitely helps you be a lot more conscious when you are implementing some type of tracking device of it all. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have not really tracked my food uh, in that way. And now I think I will be definitely embarrassed to track what I eat <laughs> every day. But, you know, let's talk about... Um, you know, people who are just getting started, you know, we're in this fourth quarter of the year, people make these goals at the beginning, uh, it's never too late to reset, but how would you encourage someone who is, you know, looking to set a new fitness goal or just maybe hasn't given it a lot of thought and need to really, you know, say, okay, let me just really be more conscious and more mindful about my fitness. What can you tell them or what should they do or what should they download on their phone to just make it more evident to them that, okay, let's get started and get started on the right foot. Right. First, I, I would tell people it's like, you know, take stock in where you are and, and really uh, come to grips in terms of like, is this, this is what I want to do because people come to me and they want to train and say, I need to come train and all that. And we'll sit down. First thing I say, I, I want to see you. I don't ever sign anybody up online, uh, if, uh, online or without my at least personal training. Now we talk about my hot work staying later, but uh, my personal training, I want to meet you. I want to see you. I want to look you in the eye to see if you're really ready because some people say they're ready, but mentally they're not there. And you can't shame people. I, again, I use myself as an example. I had fitness friends like, Kenny, man, come on, man. You need to come work out with me. And I was like, man, I'm good. I'm good. And so it really comes down to understanding that, you know, the, the sooner you do it, the better for one. Uh, but right. nobody can shame you and shame you to do it. Nobody can make you do it. It has to be a decision that you come to on your own. And what I'll also tell people is like, stop waiting till the first of the year. Because when you wait okay. to the first of the year, it's like you you have an arbitrary date. And so it's not really serious. You just like, I'm just first of the year seems like the right time to do it. If you're serious about working out, start today. Why are we waiting? I'm gonna you eat know, a friend told me the other day it because even with this podcast, it's either one day or day one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, pick it. Are you going to do it one day or when is day one? And so exactly. I, I think that definitely aligns with what you're saying. You mm -hmm. don't have, any day you start is the first day of your new absolutely. year. And absolutely. Exactly. And then I, I tell other thing I tell people is like, tell your goals and tell, share your dreams, share your, share your expectations with people because 
if people love you and support you, uh, they will help you reach those goals. Uh, don't keep your goals private. If you said, girl, I'm trying to lose 20 pounds by my birthday and hopefully your birthday's not next month. But I get I get those where I need to I need to go on this trip. When's the trip? In a couple of weeks. I'm sorry. If you want to lose 20, 20 pounds. Bring it at this point. Right. If you want to lose 20 pounds in two weeks, you just tell me what leg you want to cut off. Okay. I mean, because that's not the only way it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, I would say share your goals with people who care about you mm -hmm. uh, because those are going to be the ones that help you when you struggle, uh, when you start doubting yourself. Um, we all do it. We all go through something, say, I'm going this today, I'm going to do better. And then you keep it to yourself and then no, nobody's there to hold you accountable. And so, like I said, when I first started working out, I found me an accountability partner. I knew that it was going to be days. I started in November. It was November. It was cold. It was dark outside when you get off work. And I knew there was going to be days I didn't want to go. But if I knew somebody was there waiting on me, I was going to call me and like, where you at? Um, and that kept me going. And then after a couple of weeks, I didn't need my accountability partner anymore. I had an established routine. And so that's that's one of the first things I would tell people. It's like, one, really determine, decide whether this is really what you want to do. Uh, don't halfway commit. Don't, don't do it because of some arbitrary date or what have you. Do it because this is really what you want to do. And then find share that with somebody. And that way, struggling, they could check in on you. Like, how you doing? You know, uh, Cam, are you, what's up that, that podcast? I thought you said you're going to have it done by now. You know what? I don't know. It's right. And it's like, uh-uh, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And so once you have those people in your corner, uh, then the sky's the limit. And I tell people, I says sometimes family ain't fa ain't your friends. You know, so if you know you're trying to you we've had this too. Like, I'm trying to eat better than you living in the house with somebody and they bringing all this bad food in or they invite you to birthday parties or, or you're trying to cut out the drink and they bring them wine or girl, it's wine down Wednesday, whatever. And so it's like, those aren't your friends. If they're putting you in situations where it's going to derail your progress or prevent you from getting your, attaining your goals, mm -hmm. they may be your family, but those aren't your friends. Sometimes and so, calls from certain people. Yeah, absolutely. You have a goal in mind, and, and you know, it's not necessarily that you got to cut everybody off, but right. sometimes you need to just take a pause from people so yeah, that absolutely. you can get to where you need to go. Um, I hear it all the time in church. Everybody can't go with. Mm-hmm. And the older you get, and the more you try to do, you realize that everybody just can't go. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so I said, those are the things that I would say, uh, how you get started and then find something that you like doing. Running isn't for everybody, mm -hmm. you know, um, kickboxing isn't there for everybody, you know, so find something that you like to do and experiment, you know, so if you try something like me, I am not the most coordinated person. So I see some of these, these uh, step, step aerobics, step aerobics class, and you got to do all these moves and people, that ain't my, that ain't my calling, you know right. what? That right. does not let me just go run on a treadmill for a minute, even though I don't like running. Um, uh, go lift some weights, uh, <laughs> go to hot works or whatever. But it's just everything isn't for everybody, and so you just have to find your jam. And I tell them, you, you mentioned walking, I tell people that walking has way more benefits than people want to give. People think you got to start off just killing it. I'm like, no, all you got to do is get your heart rate up. That's how you burn calories. Elevated heart rates helps you burn calories. However you get there. Mm -hmm. And for people who've never done any kind of real workouts, walking is enough to get you started. Walking. I like, fat, now, that, I like that you said that because that's like one of my 
pastimes. That's mm -hmm. that's what I just like to go do. Mm -hmm. It's a decompress from the day. I love to go to Shelby Farms, walk around the lake. And I also have found that I really love Pilates. So mm -hmm. once you find the, the mix of what you like to do, you'll commit to it. Absolutely. And you stick with it. But I like that you said walking because sometimes people make it seem like it's so ambitious that I got to run all mm -hmm. these miles just to, you know, make some traction in my, you know, wellness. But walking is is really simple. You can do it anywhere in your neighborhood. So it's not it's not a hard thing to do and it doesn't require a lot of equipment. So I, I appreciate you saying it. Yep. 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 So walking is definitely one of the first things I tell people. And I still do it too. Uh, like I said, my knee has been bothering me here in the last few months. Uh, and so I've been out there walking at, at Shelby Farms as well. Mm -hmm. And I got a good little pace going. So I'm I'm down like 14 minute miles walking. See? And so I mean you that mean you getting it. And so I have people come walk me like, man, I got almost got to run to catch up. But the goal is like I said to get your heart rate up. And um, and like I said, now I do my podcast. I listen to podcasts, so now I got to add this to my list. The, the tech team, Emily, and so um, and there's just a lot, like you said, decompressing. A uh, lot of a lot of good things happen from from walking. C camaraderie. I mean, it's something yeah. you can do with other people, and you can get somebody else engaged um, with working out as well. So yeah, don't sleep on the walking. Yeah, I think that's one thing I could appreciate about MasterFit because we walk in different places mm -hmm. it exposed us to different areas of town that we wouldn't normally go to and doing it as a group made it a lot um a lot of fun so exactly. yeah I, I like that I like that you know you can get started and it doesn't have to be real ambitious you can just exactly. start out walking exactly. so you mentioned my fitness pal is like one of your apps right Mm -hmm. What other apps do you think are good for people right now? Or is it even necessary just to kind of get, get your fitness journey going? Well, like I said, you, obviously you can do it without me. People got in shape a long time for a long time without mm -hmm. technology. Uh, but I believe in uh, accountability and okay. then and information is power. So once you are aware of what you're doing. So again, when you're walking and you're aware that I burnt 300 calories or 400 calories, and you know your goal is to uh, lose X amount of pounds. So again, 3,500 calorie uh, burn is equivalent to a pound. So basically, if you burn 335, you have a 3,500 calorie deficit, you'll lose weight. Uh, and so it's just math at that point in time. So if your goal is to lose a pound a week, then you got to figure out how to how to spread that again as five as a 500 calorie deficit over a week. Mm -hmm. You know, essentially to um to lose a pound so that means if i ate uh three thousand calories which is high um for me um that means i need to burn 3500 calories in a day mm -hmm. and have that 500 calorie deficit for seven days in a row to, to lose that pound okay. and uh and technology helps you with that you know because there's no way i would know intrinsically like how many calories i'm burning just by right. you know working out or just sitting still, you know, your, your, your basal metabolic rate is based on the amount of calories you burn just by existing, by sitting around, how many calories do I burn in, in a given day? And technology tells you that, you know, okay. so I look at my, my, my Fitbit on my watch here and it tells me if I didn't do anything today, it'll tell me how many calories I burn just, you know, by, by living. And so, that's a baseline. <laughs> and so that's a good baseline for you to look at like, okay, I burned 2000 calories. I didn't do anything, but just the normal stuff, walking to the car, walking to the mailbox, sitting around the house. 
And so now you have information. So if I burn 2000 calories, just doing nothing and I don't want to work out and I, and I tell people, you don't have to work out to lose weight. And so if you just sit around and burn 2000 calories, that means if you only ate 1500 calories in a given day, you're on pace to lose that one pound a week. Right. Um, so again, technology helps you understand that, uh, help technology helps you understand your macros. Like how many carbs am I eating? How much fat am I getting? How much sugar am I getting? You don't know that intrinsically, intrinsically, unless you use some kind of technology to figure out. And fortunately, my fitness pal gives you that Google uh, fit. Uh, they have some technology on, on Android. Apple has technology on their, on their uh, system, their ecosystem that helps you uh, figure out this, how many cows you bring connecting the rings or whatever that little voodoo stuff they be having on the Apple watch. I don't know if that's the thing about Android, but, um, but I'm assuming it works. Um, so again, technology helps you, helps inform you in terms of what you're doing, uh, in terms of eating, how many calories you're expending, and then tracking it over time. Because there's no way you could just remember that uh, off the top of your head. You could write it down in the pad, but, you know, technology helps you. What's the average? What's my, you know, what days did I do this? And so, again, you can do it without technology, obviously, but it certainly helps when you have assistance. Absolutely. So let's pivot a little bit because not only are you an IT professional and a health and wellness guru, you're also an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and um, you are the owner of a Hotworks franchise, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, Tell us a little bit about Hotworks and how you got into that and, you know, just, you know, share a little bit about Hotworks with us. Absolutely. So during the pandemic, when everybody was home uh, on social media, connecting with each other, like what, what's Kim doing over there? What's everybody, you know, so you stuck in the house, you're trying to figure out what, it, what everybody else is doing. Um, I came across a, a post from one of my, my uh, classmates and she was working out. She was doing this elaborate workout stuff that I knew she couldn't be doing by herself. I'm like, where are you? She's like, I'm at hot words. I'm like, What's hot words? And so I said, let me start looking at this and see because everything was closed down. But exactly. apparently hot words was open. <laughs> and so let me, I said, well, let me see what they're doing. And uh, maybe I can apply it to my my business. You know, I had just opened up my my master. I just opened up my gym. I you know I, a friend of mine convinced me to open up a personal training studio. So mm -hmm. I just opened that up and then the pandemic happened. So everybody goes home. I'm like, perfect. Um and so I uh, started looking into Hotworks and uh, looking at the technology, understand what infrared was. And so Hotworks, what I discovered was Hotworks is a infrared training uh, facility. Okay. Basically, what that means is all the workouts are within an infrared sauna. So in my studio in Carlyville, uh, I have 10 saunas. Up to three people can come fit in each sauna. And depending on which sauna you get in, we have... I have six saunas for isometric workouts like yoga, Pilates, so stretching, posing mm -hmm. uh, type workouts. And they're like 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, then I have four saunas that have um, hit equipment in it that has row machines, spin bikes, uh, elliptical type machine. Mm -hmm. And those are 15 minute workouts. Okay. And so once I, I learned about it and the technology, um, they had, it was a Fairly new uh, concept. It's only been around for like six years now. Uh, mm -hmm. At that time, maybe like three, three to four years. So it was a new concept. Um, and I, I'm just like, okay, there's something behind this. And I'm a skeptic by nature. I don't sell anything that I don't believe in. Um, mm -hmm. I've had people ask me, man, you'll be good at selling this and do this and talking about that. I'm like, if I don't believe it, 
uh, I just can't do it. I mean, right. I value my friendships too much. And the last thing I wanted uh, somebody to come out like, man, Kenny, you sold me this. And you told me this was going to work and it didn't. And uh, I, I just couldn't. I like sleeping at night. And so there you I, go. Uh, once I realized that, okay, there is something behind this technology. And, you know, I, I saw the science behind it. I was like, you know what? I think I can do this. And if I'm honest, doing the personal training studio, prepared me for making a step in the hoppers because before then I don't know if I was confident enough uh and it goes back same thing with, with fitness you know there's a lot of parallels in terms of fitness and and business um you know you if, when you don't know you make a, a lot of mistakes a lot of assumptions but when you have somebody there to help you and coach you along the way you get a lot more confident and you become more ambitious and you, you realize like oh, I can accomplish more than I gave myself credit for mm, and so okay. I um I ended up you know you know going down the path of um you know getting a franchise okay and um and shoot, it took me a while. It took me for that first one took me about 18 months to open it up, but finally opened it up. And uh again, it has been again, just like any business, has ups and downs. You know, you you learn about you know employees, you learn about marketing, you learn about the finances of it all. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I love it because it's about health and wellness. And so um it helps me um introduce another opportunity for people to get healthy, you know, uh, and in a way where you don't have to spend all day long. I work out, like I said, 15 minutes up to like 30 to 45 minutes. So you don't have to be in there all day. And, and again, it's, it's, I can prove it to folks. I tell people like, I, like, I like the thunder. I, one of our workouts is called thunder row. It's a row machine in, in the sauna. And so I, I time myself one time and I had my little Fitbit on and I was like, I'm going to see how many calories I burn from this one 15 minute session. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I cut it on, did my workout. And then what hot works does is get your metabolism going and you, you know, it's, it's, it's on fire. And so after your workout, you're still burning calories. And so this is called the afterburn effect. And so I wanted to time it from the time I started to like a full hour after, after the, uh, in totality to see how many calories I burn. And so from that one 15 minute workout plus the afterburn, I burn between five and 600 calories, one 15 minute workout. And again, because I have technology, I can, I could show, and that's what I did. I recorded and I showed the, showed the, um, you know, the audience, like how many calories I'm burning. Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable telling people like, well, you may not burn 600 calories, but I guarantee you're going to burn more calories in this one 15 minute session than if you went to a gym and did whatever you, you thought you were going to do in the gym. Because a lot of times we get to the gym, you know, we get that music right. And then, hey, you talking to somebody, then you stretch, make sure you look good in the mirror. And you might actually get like an hour workout. You might get 20 minutes of actual working out in. And right. so we we went to the gym, but we really didn't do much. And so... <laughs> Hot we works doesn't. There, but yeah, we yeah, 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 yeah. Hot works is like you don't really have that option. It's like when you come in in that, in that sauna, and then you follow along with the virtual instructors because each sauna has a virtual instructor that tells you what to do and guides you through the workout. So you don't need to be an expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to go on and you go at your own pace. You gonna get a workout in, you know. Right. So, or if you're doing yoga and stretching, and sometimes I tell people like, you don't have to do everything that the video says. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to get in there and just stretch, or you want to lay down and just decompress, 
your time is your time. And so the sauna does half the work. You have to do the other half, you know, so the sauna is going to heat you up and get your metabolism going and helps detox your body, helps you sleep better at nighttime. If you got aching bones and you know, uh, achy, mu you know, sore muscles, saunas uh, are obviously known for helping with that. Uh, so there's a lot of benefits for um, for for coming to a hot works. And, and again, I tell people that I come try the first workouts on me, you know, just right. just try it out and see how you like it. And most of the time, not everybody, some people say, well, it's just too hot. Now, again, you can control the temperature. You don't have to crank it all the way up to 125, 130 if you want, if you don't want to. Um, but I tell people I ease into it, uh, you know, just just go slow and go at your own pace. And more likely than not, people, people tend to like it. There's some people who just like heat averse. Like, I don't like being hot. And I'm like, okay, well, you, you again, you don't have to cut the heat all the way up unless somebody else is in there with you or what have you. But uh, it's something for everybody. We even have an area in the studio where it's just weights, free weights, like dumbbells. Uh, we have like uh, battle ropes, you know, kettlebells. So we have something for people who don't want to go in the sauna as well. So there's, there's truly something for every, everybody, every age, every, um, you know, fitness level. So I, I tell people just give it a shot. Give it a yeah. shot. And I like how you're still infusing the tech into that. You said a virtual instructor and you can do, you know, have video guidance to do it. So I think you still manage to merge your various worlds together, even yes. in your, you know, entrepreneur efforts. So I think that's yes. fabulous. And um, mm -hmm. I, I think you have, you know, been very consistent in your um, ability to spread your interest in health and wellness to people and the importance. And that I think that's what I admire the most, your consistency in that. And you've always found ways to make sure that the information is available and you're available to yep. share um, those types of, um, you know, insights with people. So, you know, we definitely appreciate everything that you're doing in this health and wellness community. And from a tech, you know, professional, I can appreciate you infusing tech in there mm -hmm. to make sure that people see there is an opportunity and an avenue for tech, even if you're just trying to work out. So Absolutely. thank you for Absolutely. all of that. Um, mm -hmm. One last thing before we wrap up, I call this segment forward ever, backward never. It's a theme that I got growing up in my church, forward ever, backward never. And so I want to know from a forward ever standpoint, kind of what's next for you? Um, you you seem to, you know, be able to stand up a business, you know, infuse all the things that you know. So kind of what's next for you, either in hot works or just for Kenny in general? Right. Uh, well, one of the things I'm currently working on is opening up another hot work studio. Oh, okay. um, my son's at, in, at Cornell University in Ithaca, New York. Mm -hmm. And so I am in the process of opening up another hot works there. Mm -hmm. um, and so, in fact, I'm going there next week mm -hmm. to um, to look at my final two locations and uh, ultimately decide on which location I want to choose. And so mm -hmm. things are getting really, really close there. And I'm going to surprise him for his birthday. His birthday's next week as well. So I'm assuming this is not going to drop before his birthday. So it won't drop. I'll make sure. <laughs> <laughs> and even if it does, he he probably won't find it. So it's like okay. he had to really be looking for it. So it's, it's okay if you do. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go surprise him for his birthday. And uh, and then like I said, so I get to write it off. I get to write the strip of as a business. There you go. So he my son just happened to be there. Um, but yeah, so that's that's one of the 
first biggest thing. So again, I'm trying to expand this Hot Words brand. Uh, I'm I'm all in with Hot Words. I'm trying to open up at least two more locations. Okay. Uh, one location, my next location is probably going to be in Champaign, Illinois, near the University of Illinois. Okay. And then I have another license for um, near Yale University in Connecticut. So that's the wow. that's the fourth one. So I plan on expanding this thing and going all in um, with with the Hot Words thing. Another thing that I'm interested in is uh ev ev space ev charging again technology yeah. uh i've been in, interested in, in in ev since tesla way before elon musk even got involved with tesla okay uh, it's like 20 some years ago and so one of the things that i know with the ford plant coming here um you know blue oval is that memphis does not have enough charging the ch charging infrastructure is not sufficient and so it's just a matter of time before um, you know, we it becomes apparent. You know, I want more EVs to get on the road, and so I'm I'm working with a company, uh, to help you know bring charging more EV charging stations to 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 our city, and so I hope to be like in the forefront of that. Um, because that's that's just something that's important to me, and then something I can sink my teeth into. Like I said, when I left, um, I used to work for Alsac St. Jude, uh, mm -hmm. and I, Good Friday uh, was my last day on, on the clock. And so after 18 years, I decided to leave because I wanted to do something more for me. Uh, I gave them 18 good years. Um, and I said, the Lord, good Lord says the same. The next 18, I want to do something for me because it's about legacy building. It's about mm -hmm. trying to create something for my kids. And I couldn't very well take them up there and like, okay, kids, here's my cube. It's yours now. Um, and so I want to be, I want to be to create, create something that if they wanted to, they didn't have to come run the family business, but there was an option. Cause like I said, growing up, I didn't have those options, you know, mm -hmm. so I had to make my own way. And so while I'm not trying to, um, pave the way a hundred percent for them, they have to earn everything they get as well. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't have to struggle the way I did. And so I want to be able to give them options, but they, they have to earn it. Nothing's going to be given to them either. Okay. And so creating a legacy. Uh, it's important to me. That's why mentoring is so important to me. So I'm out in the community uh, speaking to folks. I mean, we we went and spoke at uh, our alma mater, UT Martin, um, I guess earlier this year. And so talking to some of the students there. And so that's 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 a big part of who I am, giving back to uh, to the younger generation, because I know I didn't get to where I am by myself. Uh, so that's definitely one of the one of the things that's that's always going to be in the forefront for me. It's like technology, health and wellness, and mentoring. Those are the th three things that you can guarantee you'll see me in that space doing something um, until I, I leave this earth. Wow. Okay. So that's a great forward ever. Let's talk about backward never. What would you never do again? I'm gonna tell you. I, I thought about this. One of the things that I will never do again is wait for the right time you know mm -hmm. we, man we i spent so much i wasted so much time waiting for the right time okay and, and i'm not saying that you know people say like you know you know lord has a plan it happens when it needs to happen i i believe that mm -hmm. uh but sometimes i think we use that as a crutch to not do anything to, to just to be inactive as if that the lord's gonna come down and say okay kenny do this Mm -hmm. you, know, you got to put some effort into it, you know, right. you got to put some effort into it and you got to take some risk. Uh, nothing worth having is, you know, doesn't come without some kind of risk. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, like this hot worst thing, you know, it has been some, it, this first one has, I have learned some stuff and I learn every day of some things not to do and what I should have done better and all that good stuff. 
Nice. Uh, and so anything that's worth having, you got you got to put some effort into. And so nothing's going to be like smooth sailing all the time. And I'm OK with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say the thing that I, I'm cautioning my kids uh, against and also kids I mentor, it's like, don't wait for the right time. Go create the opportunity. You know, figure yeah. out soon. The sooner you start making mistakes, the sooner you figure out what not to do and how to improve it. But if you're waiting till you get everything perfect, that's gonna be a long time. And, and again, that's not just from business. That's just that's a life lesson. Right. Um, waiting for the right time to get married. Waiting for the right time to have kids. You know, how do you know? You know, it's just sometimes right. things just happen, right? And sometimes yeah. people things happen. So I would say that's the thing that. I'm done waiting. I'm done waiting for other people to come with me, uh, for us to work together and do some things and let's collaborate. And, oh, he didn't come through or she didn't come through. So I guess it just wasn't my time. Mm-hmm. No, no, not at all. Not anymore. It's right. about if I want to make it happen, if I want to see something happen, I just got to do it and start making those mistakes. And especially for young folks, you know, fail early and often, you know, make those mistakes. You don't have anything to lose. Like mm-hmm. when you don't have two, but two pennies rub together, if you lost those two pennies, it's easy to get the two pennies than you when you sitting in the ivory tower and this six figure gig. And then all of a sudden pandemic hits and then you're like, right. what do I do? You know, right. what do I do? Well, you, you know, it's just harder to make, um, make, make those, 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 those big leaps. Uh, mm-hmm. when you feel like you got a lot more to lose. Like when I started having kids and all that, I'm like, okay, I got it. And that's part of the reason why I stayed at St. Jude for so long. It's like, mm-hmm. I want my kids to be stable. I know they want to eat every day. They like having lights on. So I'm <laughs> going to stay here for a while. And, but I did it at the, at the expense of my entrepreneur. The, the, the thing that was in me, I've always been an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and to create stuff. And I waited and I was telling us and talking to somebody the other day. I was like, I waited till I was like 40 something 50 to learn how to run a business mm. I knew how to get a job I I did well in my career but I didn't take the time to really understand how to run a business and I was too fearful I, I made every excuse but I don't have the money on the time or how am I gonna do this this may happen this may fail it's mm. like I should I wish I would have learned those lessons a lot early and so yeah. waiting is one of the things I would say I'm I'm not doing anymore. Don't it's wait. Like, you know, I, I can really admire that because I think we both have had our, you know, ebbs and flows in corporate America and we, you know, try the entrepreneur thing. And, you know, sometimes you really just have to leap and then mm-hmm. a debt will appear. You know, that's what I hear. And mm-hmm. um, I, I've had those moments where I felt like, you know, I should have just you know, done something sooner or I should not have waited. So mm-hmm. I can definitely appreciate that uh, sentiment about don't wait. What are you waiting for? Um, mm-hmm. You know, time is just moving and we exactly. have to we have to get with it because we can't worry about what happened, you know, be- what's behind us. We have to definitely keep moving toward what's forward. So I have really enjoyed this conversation with you. Mr. Kenneth Barnett. And uh, I thank you so much for your insight. I think we all need to be a little bit more mindful of our wellness. You know, the difference between wellness and illness is the I versus the we. Mm -hmm. So if you get a team around you and have accountability with partners, and I think we can utilize our technology to help us be better for ourselves. And then from an entrepreneur um, standpoint, I love what you're doing. I appreciate, you know, just 
the the ability to just go forward. And I think that's what you've done. And I look forward to all of the many hot works that will pop up all over the country that are attached to your brand <laughs> and your label. And I think it's going to be amazing. And your children's children will have something to be very proud of based on the work that you did. So doesn't matter when you got started, you got started. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Tell us how we can, you know, keep in touch with you. Cool. Well, I'm on IG, uh, KL Burnett. Um, you can find me there. Uh, obviously, you can find me at Hotworks. Uh, you can, my Hotworks is at 875 West Poplar Avenue in Collierville. Okay. Uh, so if you're if you're local, you feel free to drop by there. Or if you're in Ithaca, New York, in and by by March of next year, you can find okay. me there as well. I'll be spending a lot of time in, in New York here in the next next year or so. Um, but those are the, the the easiest ways to get them. I'm, I'm on, I'm on um, Facebook as well. So LinkedIn, Kenneth Burnett on LinkedIn. So those are the best ways to get me. And if you need to email me, it's klburnett at gmail.com. So I don't mind. Like if you got questions about fitness, uh, entrepreneurship, hot works, um, health and wellness, whatever. Just I'm an open book. I don't mind sharing. So uh, again, I'm, I love the help. Well, thank you so much for joining me for some Tech Tea with Kimberly today. This has been a great conversation. I appreciate your time and I look forward to supporting your business and sharing whatever you're doing with all of my listeners because I think whatever you do is going to be amazing. So thank you for your time. And for those of you who are listening, no matter what you do, remember to always, Kim, that is keep it moving.